I'm Jonathan. I'm Brandon. And this is Politically Uncorrect. Where two gay men discuss their opposing opinions on current events, the gay lifestyle, different interests, and personal stories with one common ground. Their sense of humor. supposed to be worn out for my birthday. I know, but babysitting you <laughs> has, has nearly killed me. <laughs> but I'm so self-sufficient. Um, I think for 32, we just need to have a brunch, maybe, and then go home and nap, because a four-day <laughs> of bed is more than I can handle. What? Uh, yeah. Well, we tried just brunch, and then that always turns out to be more. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was... It was good. It was fun, though. I had a lot of fun. It was, from what I remember, I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. Good turnout. Thank you for everybody for coming and all the well wishes and everybody listening that did wish me happy birthday. I appreciate it. Um, do, do you feel older? No. I just feel like I care a little less. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, like everyone's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. Do you pick a place? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I will be 31 in two weeks, and I have never cared less about anything in my life. I know. It was, uh, luckily, I, uh, we had a, I had a co-birthday with Tim, with happy, our friend Tim. Happy birthday, Tim. Happy belated, Tim. Um, and so I kind of let him, like, dictate where we went and whatever. I just wanted to be around everybody and you, you let see Tim how that goes. Dictate. <laughs> yeah. I let Tim um, be the dictator that he is. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Love you. <laughs> Um, but it was a good birthday, everybody. I think everybody had a lot of fun, and I think everybody was worn out. I know I know, two or three people, not including myself, called into work on Monday or left work early. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it ended on Sunday night at probably about midnight, and it is now Thursday, and I still <laughs> am not back to normal. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't have a complete dependency on caffeine, I think I would still be... In bed. I had a pot of coffee today, and this is where I'm at right now. That tells you anything. And I'm not kidding. I really don't have a pot of coffee. <laughs> and this is how I sound. Welcome to Politically Incorrect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I'm glad you had a good birthday, though. It was a lot of fun. It was. Thank you so much. Um, a lot. I mean... And you've never looked better. Well... Or blonder. Or, or blonder. I did go. I went really blonde for my birthday. For you listeners, he went blonde. Yes, for everyone that can't see me. Um, a lot happened besides me turning 31. No, I won't believe it. <laughs> Nothing happened, and that's the end of the podcast. Bye. Bye. Um, Tell me what happened. Well, I mean, we'll get to it, but oh, all that, well, <laughs> I mean, but you know, okay, Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner happened. Girls um, the Duggars. You know, I mean, themselves another I finally know the meaning of 19 kids and counting now. Because it's, it's not how many she's popped out of her womb, it's how many he's molested. So, nice. Yeah, um, nice. Um, the joke was nice. Yeah. Five years old and counting. Um, too soon, Jonathan. Too. I don't think so. Too Never too soon. Um, on a serious note of what happened, um, Bo Biden, um, Joe Biden, our vice president, his son died. Oh, no. Which, it got hardly any news coverage. Um, wow, this is inappropriate, but when you said Bo and then Biden, I immediately thought of the first dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
for dogs in Oh, I think it is. And then Biden, because White House. Right. <laughs> White House black president. Anyway, seriously, though, sorry um, about that. Yeah, he died at the age of 46 um, from brain cancer. Oh, that's awful. Um, and so they released a statement, it's with a broken heart, uh, that we announced the passing of our husband, brother, and son. After he battled brain cancer with the same integrity, courage, and strength he demonstrated every day of his life. That's what Joe Biden, uh, his statement said. Um, just to honor him, and we are very nice to our fellow Democrats here, <laughs> politically incorrect. Um, he was an Iraq war veteran and a Bronze Star recipient. Um, he was the youngest uh, kid and a rising star in the Democratic um, politics of it all. Um, he didn't run for election in 2014, I think, because of his condition. Um, but he would have probably been the governor um, of his state, of Delaware, in 2016. Um, Obama, his quote was from William Butler Yates, and it said, I believe the best of every man, and find that, it, that to believe it is enough to make a bad man show him at his best, or even a good man swing his lantern higher. Bo Biden believed in us all. For him and for his family, we swing our lanterns higher. So yeah, that's that was, really awful. Our, our thoughts go out to this family and anyone yeah. that may have known that's really awful, really terrible. Yeah. So, um, you know, in related news, um, Tesla, of the cars. <laughs> Let's drive on to a different topic. Well, because they were Democrats. Democrats believe in climate change. Climate change is happening, and Tesla has done something to battle that. I, there's literally smoke coming out of your ears. <laughs> yes. The grinds they were, uh, the, the, the gears they were grinding. See, now I can't even speak. Oh, I birthday, ruined my brain. Your birthday is cold as <laughs> Hashtag 31, everyone. Um, Tesla invented a home battery. A what? A home, um, they're calling it the power wall, the home power wall. Um, basically, it like goes in your house, like next to your like breaker. Mm-hmm. And it's hooked up to like one or two solar panels and it charges during the day. And then, or if it's like cloudy, then it uses, because I guess electric rates are lower during the day. Um, it uses that to charge the battery. And then from sundown until sunup, it runs the power of your home. Oh, wow. And it connects into your power source. You don't have to hook it up to like every outlet. It runs your home. Electricity wise. Oh, that PG and E are not happy about that. No. So the battery is like four thousand dollars, which I mean pocket change. Pocket change. I've got four grand in my sock right now. Yeah. Um and um it lasts for like ten years. And so and it also works as like a backup generator. So it's power did incredible. Yeah, so and I mean it's it's not big. I mean it's more How dare you? It's huge. It's tiny. Um the the battery is like it's like a like a foot tall and like eight inches wide, <laughs> so you can relate. Moving <laughs> on, well, that, those guys in so, Tesla can just do anything. Can't yeah, they? way to go, Tess. Go Tessie. Um. So yeah. Well, that's cool. That's the week. On? The weekend news. John's birthday. The Biden dying and power for everyone. <laughs> I'm so tired. Except for Bo Biden, because <laughs> he doesn't get any more power. Oh. All right, well, he went there. <laughs> His political there. career is over. Um, anyway. Um, well, cool. That sounds like a lot of fun stuff. So totes fun. <clears throat> so fun.
I guess we'll just talk about my thing since why not? Um, <laughs> I mean, we're here, aren't we? We're here. Um, so all of the stuff you you mentioned, Caitlyn Jenner. All of the stuff about who's Caitlyn Jenner? Well, I'll tell you. She is uh, uh, formerly Bruce Jenner. Oh. Yeah, and it, I, it almost seems trendy to talk about this right now, but the, I, I bring it up for a reason because. LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. Don't forget I'm, the Q. And Q. I'm a part of that. I fall into those categories, and yet I know nothing about the transgender community. I don't know the proper uh, pronouns. I don't know any of it, which is shameful, really. So I did a little research to try and educate myself a bit, and actually, I'm still kind of uneducated about it. I went to uh, uh, glad.org slash transgender to try and find some information that would help me, but the questions I have... Are, really aren't answered. Like, I wanted to know why it was bad to use the word tranny, and all I yeah. could find is that it's just bad. It's like, it's, 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 it's slang. Yeah, it's like using the N-word. You're just not supposed to do it, but the reason why, I still can't figure out, so... But yeah, but my whole thing with that is, like, you know, there there are definitely a group of, like, purists that are, like, don't call us trannies. It's like saying faggot, it's like saying the N-word, it's like saying all those words. But then there is a school of other transgendered or drag queen or whatever mm -hmm. in that trans community that are like, I mean, there's a movie starring drag queens mm -hmm. um, called Tick Ticked Off Trannies with Knives. Yes, and I actually did, so, I, come, I came across that, and but that was filmed in 2010, and so I think now maybe the, I don't know, what am I trying to say? I think now it's- The it's, paradigm has shifted or whatever. Yes, yeah. and like RuPaul has okay. come out saying yes or no about it, and she kind of falls in the center because she can, I guess. Christian probably wouldn't exist without room. I mean, yes. Christian yeah. Siriano released a statement because he used the word uh, hot tranny mess, and mm -hmm. apparently that's bad. Neil Patrick Harris has said the word before and issued a statement to mm -hmm. apologize. Lance Bass is another one. They've all said the word and then issued an apology, but I still can't figure out why it's so bad to use. You know, it's just like saying, I don't know, to me, it's just like saying queer. And I say queer all the time, but, you know, I'm not, it's not for me to say. So if Queer was actually, like, the first, like, generally accepted word, I think, for gay. I mean, I think, I mean, I, obviously it's been used as an insult, but, I mean, now we kind of own it and say the queer community. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess if, you know, someone straight were to say that, I would maybe be offended. I don't know. So if you actually, if you do know the reason why, I'd like to know. If, yeah. if, if anything, so that I can educate more people about it, because I can't find the reason why. Regardless, I won't be saying the word. Yeah. So I won't be saying tranny. Not that I really ever said it to begin with, but unless I was, like, getting ready in the morning, and go, hey, tranny, to myself <laughs> in the mirror, but stopped doing that a long time ago. Anyway. Well, you're not hurting yourself. No, Just your reflection. No, no. So, um, glad.org slash transgender had some information uh, for me, for you, for us, to kind of educate ourselves a bit. Uh, transgender is an adjective and should never be used as a noun. I didn't know that. You, like, for, you are a transgender? For example, rather than saying Max is a transgender, say Max is a transgender person. I didn't know that. Huh. So, and, and they say that transgender should never end with an ED. So you should never say transgendered. Right, because they didn't, like, recover or heal. They right. Were, which, they were gayed. <laughs> well, that's a really good way to put it. Because that, I, to me, again, because I'm so uneducated about it, I thought, well, why is that a big deal? But that's actually a really good way to look at it. Um, what I did find... They were blacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> they used to be black, but all has been <laughs> now they're changed. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So that was something that I didn't know. But what I found really upsetting was from um, was the the discrimination facts that were on the website as well that were really, really, really upsetting. In 2013, 72% of anti-LGBT homicide victims were transgender women. 72%? Well, of and, of uh, LGBT suicides? Of, no, of anti, anti-LGBT homicide victims oh. were transgender women. So Holy hell! I know, 72% of, of the homicides in the anti-LGBT community were uh, transgender women. So... So basically, but, gay hate anything in, under a gay hate crime. Seventy-two percent of those murders transgender were transgender women. Yeah, and transgender women. Exactly. See, it's it's yeah. It, that is weird. I, I, when I, you said it, it didn't register as like, well, why would I say transgendered? Uh-huh. But that, yeah, I just did it. I so. know, but it's a hard thing, to, and I don't mean it. I've never meant it um, uh, rudely or anything. No, I just, no, no. It's, hard, it's a hard right. thing to train yourself to do. Um, transgender people. Um, are four times more likely to live in poverty, which that is not that surprising to me because from reading all these articles and stuff, they're obviously the number one in our community that are um, uh, ostracized. So yeah. that didn't surprise me. Uh, transgender people experience unemployment at twice the rate of the general population with rates for people of color up to four times the national unemployment rate. Which, so if you're black, uh, a black transgender woman, then you are four times more likely oh, to um, experience unemployment and even more so live in the poverty line. And even on top of that, be at the higher um, percentage of homicide victims. So if you're black, transgender, and uh, you're not doing well. God, black, I mean... The fact that Laverne Cox has come from all of this and been such a huge voice for the transgender community right. is... I, I mean, just staggering. And I, I respected her before, but reading, after reading all of this and knowing what she was up against, it's just so sad and so incredible. So, um, good for her. Uh, 90% of transgender people report experience harassment, mistreatment, or discrimination on the job. Which... That makes sense. Which will lead me into this. Right now, in 32 states, there is no state law protecting transgender people from being fired for being who they are. Only 18 states... Uh, and D.C. are currently prohibit discrimination based on gender gender identity. So there's only 18. Janitor identity? Oh, no. I'm a janitor. You're fired. So that's really upsetting. That only 18 states protect uh, transgender huh. uh, women, men and women. Well, and uh, you mentioned Laverne Cox, and I think she's awesome, and she, you know, um, you know, Orange is the New Black has really forced that to the forefront, and I do think that she has done so much to clear things up. And moving on back to Caitlyn, now, now, now Caitlyn Jenner, I think, I mean, just imagine what you just did researching for yourself and what you're learning about the community and you're in it, mm-hmm. much less somebody that is, you know, in the middle of the Midwest, part of the Republican Party, goes to church every Sunday and is very naive to all of that. Think what, what Caitlyn Jenner is now forcing them to do and the research. And so, which brings me to another point of like, Everything, the the, uh, ESPYs, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but um, Caitlin is up for the ESPN Courage Award. Yeah, I did see that. And Uh, Well, I saw that his kids were all attending. Right. And And, and his tweet, actually. He said he didn't know what he was going to wear. She, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, and we mean no, 
that's gonna. I mean, I'm gonna catch myself doing that. We mean no harm to Caitlyn Jenner, and we fully intend to no, start whole, using she. But is the we, whole point yeah. of me bringing this up is so that I can educate myself, so that you and I can have a conversation about it, and anyone listening can be a little more educated. Uh, it is coming from a place of complete and total ignorance on my part, and I want to do better as far as that's concerned. Yeah. And any um, anything that I may or may not say or have said incorrectly it's totally because i'm just uneducated about it but i'm getting there so yeah. i apologize for that so but back to that they there was this whole thing um this meme that exploded on the internet about um that caitlin jenner stole the award from um from noah galloway who was recently on dancing with the stars he's an amputee he was a war he's a veteran mm. he had his arm and his leg blown off in war oh, guy. and he's so handsome um but he did dancing with stars he was awesome yeah. um but they were like well he was a runner up and caitlin won this arthur ash courage award um to this guy and it's the it was all kind of a lie somebody made that up mm. um this uh, espn released a statement and although they commend him for doing, you know, for having that courage, the, the, uh, the kind of the rules of the award aren't like, that's not kind of how, and I don't know what the rules are, but that basically they said that he was, it wasn't necessarily that he was even in the running. She didn't, she didn't steal the award from him. It's not be, it's not a matter of him being in war and, and also he's an athlete and it's ESPN. This guy, yes, although commendable was a war veteran. He wasn't in sports. Oh, he that's didn't, a good point. He didn't, uh, he didn't play for a football team and then, then get drafted or, or join the services. Um, so ESPN is about athletes. Bruce Jenner was, a, was, the uh, athlete. was the athlete of the 70s and continued on to the 80s, um, all while going through this. And um, almost, I guess when he met Chris, he was already on hormones. And I say he because at the point he was oh. a he. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. Oh, go ahead. Um, anyway, so he was still on hormones and then stopped to, you know, start a family. He fell in love with her and started a family. And, you know, I think he does. I think she does deserve this award for all that he went through and going through it. And I must say, she looks phenomenal on Vanity Fair. And I'm, I'm really happy for her. I think it's awesome. Have you seen the two-part E thing about uh, the Kardashian about No. Bruce? I just watched it last night. My, extent, my cable package is not extended enough to, well, to get that, to get E even. I watched yeah. it last night in, pre in preparation for this. Let me tell you something. It is heavy. Like, it's, I was kind of, oh. it almost, like, made me a little bit emotional because... And I and I, and I hate to say this, but I what we know is Bruce Jenner. He's the the weirdo dad that's on right. Kardashian. And we didn't have no reason. We had no, we didn't know why he was being so weird. Yeah. And seeing how on the questions that his kids ask, like you you should have let us know that this was happening as soon as it is. We need a chance to say goodbye. And it, I mean, it's it really is heavy. And then I hate to say this, but whenever they show the, they show, I saw a preview for his show that's coming up on E called I Am Kate. Um, it's an eight-part, one-hour docu-series where they show him, like, fully transitioning. No. The, I saw the trailer for it, and it is... I don't know Bruce Jenner. I've never met him. I have nothing to do with him or his family whatsoever. Even seeing him in makeup and him being himself as Caitlyn was kind of jarring. It was a little bit... Made me a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, it's what you're not used to. Yeah. I mean, how do you... How do you... How do you have an educated conversation about what we're talking about and what to do better as far as your education on it and still feel that way because it really did make me think oh i don't uh, i'm uncomfortable with this how do you fix that oh i don't know it's all i mean 
as much as you had to look at the facts, and I've, I've actually heard a lot of those facts before, but like, I, as far as still being ignorant about it, or naive, or whatever you want to call it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, all of this is, it's so fascinating, and it's so kind of, I don't want to say irks me, because it does not gross me out, but it's like, I mean, there are certain aspects that I'm like, I love my penis, and I can't imagine, like, the recovery from so many people cutting like that off, and, I mean, it really does... It's all the shit that you really, you know, to say like, oh, to discount whatever Bruce was going through and what Caitlyn has now gone through, to discount that in any way, like, it is, you were born into, I think there is no other way to put it other than you have to have been born into the wrong body to want to cut your dick off and make it right and make it right for you, for her. Um, And I just, I know that sounds so surface level. But I, I, you know, I too totally believe in being transgender, and I, uh, my mom and my stepdad have also come around to it, and they are they have done a lot of like congratulations and stuff. So anyone that's a doubting it or doubting his why he did it or why she did it, I I can only trust that it's you. That's how you feel. Well, I have the trailer here. I want to play it for you and see what you think. Because it it's, it makes me uncomfortable almost, and I feel awful for saying that, but I want to see if it does you too. So many people go through life and they never deal with their own issues, no matter what the issues are. Ours have to be gender identity. Oh. But how many people go through life and just waste an entire life because they never deal with themselves to be who they are? Now you go through all of this stuff, and you start learning kind of the pressure that women are under all the time about their appearance. I never had until a couple of weeks ago. Uh, actually, a professional come in and do my makeup. What a difference. <laughs> okay, we're officially off the property. We're out into the world. It's so bright out there. Look at that. Is it great that maybe someday you'll be normal? We Just blend into society. You are normal. Put it this way. I'm the new normal. So that, that's a show I Am Kate on uh, Sunday, July 26th. But seeing him talk in full makeup, it's, it's jarring. I was just about to say that because I saw all the Vanity Fair pictures and all those released. But I, an animated version of that and seeing her live mm-hmm. and drive and talk and put on her uh, lip gloss. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's... So I... It's I, jarring, but for me, it's, I, I, I got really excited for her. I... I it, it's... How do I, what am I going to say? It makes me uncomfortable, and it's not, that's not right. Um, it's not fair for me to say that, but it does. But what I love about her and what she's doing is, one, that is the bravest thing that I can even True. possibly imagine mm-hmm. me ever doing. I mean, congratulations to you. And if she hadn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So no. maybe it should be making me uncomfortable because I want to know more and I want to be better about it. So if right. I'm one person that she's changed, then she's done her job. And let me just say, she looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. And and, and I'll, uh, you know, we'll wrap this up. But um, my friend Jake texted me and um, asked me, you know, I don't understand why everyone's calling her a hero. Yes, courageous. But he goes, I don't, I don't see why it's necessarily mutually exclusive. And I go, they're not necessarily mutual, mutually ex- exclusive. You can be courageous and not be a hero. But I... 
And I kind of agreed with his question at first. And the more I kind of thought about it to answer him, I think that doing this in front of everybody, yes, is courageous. And being so transparent about it, finally. I think Caitlin, I think she is a hero because I don't think she had to do it. I don't think she had to do it so publicly. Oh, and I think she did it so that, I mean, yes, and it, she comes from the Kardashian days, and so it was kind of inevitable, but she could have gone in hiding. She could have gone to Europe and done it and not invited the cameras in, not done this docuseries, not done any of that. And I think that does make her a hero, at least in the transgender yeah, community. I was say, yes, to that end, yeah. And in that community, <coughs> 100%. Across the board, <coughs> probably not. But in, as far as the LGBT community, which we are a part of, I applaud her. And I think that um, she is far more brave than I have ever been in my story of coming out. So yeah. good for her. And I'm, I'm, and congratulations to her family for, I mean, seriously, that two-part episode was just, their support is unbelievable. And yeah. so many people, like I just read in this, just statistics do not have that. So I applaud the Kardashian genders. Yes. That, that can't be. Yeah, the whole family. I, I definitely, I agree. So kudos to everyone. And Kudos to the Jenner Kardashians for coping with it in such an adult way. Mm -hmm. And kudos to Caitlyn. Bitch, you look good. Yeah, and if you if anyone out there can tell me why tranny is so bad, aside from the fact that it's bad, please email me and let me know, because I really do want to know. I mean, I'm not going to be using it, but I can't seem to find it anywhere, so let me know. Politicallyuncorrectpodcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> All right. Go, Caitlyn. Get your makeup on, girl. Yeah. Because she wasn't born with it. Nope. <laughs> it is, it is Maybelline. She was born with a little extra. Yeah. So from one girl that had a transition to another that definitely needs one... Michelle Duggar, Duggar and her clan. Ugh. God, she needs a round brush. But not just her bangs. Like, the rest of it. She needs, Maybe some layers. She needs to have a hole dug in the ground and throw a whole mm -hmm. clan of them in there. Mm -hmm. Bury them forever. Yeah. What does she do now? She Still. puts the Doug and Duggar. Well, it's not necessarily her, although it is uh, her and Jim Bob Duggar. Which I... Okay, so I don't watch the Duggars. Never have. They've always grossed me the fuck out. Um, I really... I've never liked them. They've always irked me. I've always thought there were secrets. Well, they're disgusting. They're well, yeah. Sew it up. She's a baby factory. It's right. disgusting. Well, and you're not procreating. It, it, it's almost, it almost gets to a point that you're not procreating out of love. You're literally just trying to win like a record in the Guinness Book of World Records. And I'm this is going to sound terrible, but politically incorrect. She looks like a rape victim. It looks like she's being held down and used as a deposit for his semen. <laughs> Just to make more babies. It's disgusting. Precious, no! Precious! <laughs> it puts the lotion in the basket. Oh, she, she does. She looks like the girl at the bottom of a well that's like only there to make a skin suit and children. She's disgusting. But anyway, <laughs> what did she do? What did her family do? Well, I'll tell you. Joshua Duggar, who is one of the older Duggar people, um, clan, if you will. I will. Um, <laughs> he has molested a bunch of little girls. <gasps> this is my shocked face. Yeah. Um, this is the same man that, um, is a part of the, uh, family council, the family research council, which is one of the main groups, um, for like the, the yes on prop eight people. And the, they are leading the charge 
on the they're very anti GLBT. G-L-B-T-Q, all of the, yeah, A-B-C-D. Um, he, that, that organization has been leading the charge on um, anti-gay marriage. And, um, oh wait, what's that I hear? It's a slow clap. Right, right. So basically the guy that has been telling us how to build stronger families and say that gays are ruining families has been molesting his own family. Mm, how... Shocking this all is. Right. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing goes with like, the more homophobic oh. you are, the more gay you are. And, and not to go back to this, but Michelle Duggar just did an interview where she is talking about uh, Caitlyn Jenner and saying that transgender people are more likely to molest children. Hey-o! Yes. And that's another, that's a good point for bringing it up because I, I actually meant to, but she did a robocall in Arkansas mm. that called people automatically that said you, there was a, a bill about to be passed for the protection of, of transgender people so they could be allowed to go into the Most bathroom true. that they identify with. Oh, what a and, terrible thing. And somebody like Caitlyn Jenner, if, she, uh, if allowed to use the women's restroom, would molest all the little girls. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're about. But yet they're the first ones to say that transgender are gay. Mm-hmm. So if it was a, a gay man that is transgendered going to the women's restroom, why would they molest the little girls? Oh, wait, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but because your son is molesting. Right. So I just kind of wanted, I was really curious about kind of, you know, it came out and then I heard that there was some depth to it and that this, this had been going on, this has been going on for 13 years. Since March 2002 was the first incident that has come out that he has molested one of his family members. Mm. So I just wanted to, I was curious and I wanted to go through the timeline. And the more I dug through this timeline, the more completely fucked up it completely got. And it's not just like, oh, I molested five girls. It is like, it is, it is like an episode or like a whole season arc or five season arc on like Twin Peaks. I can't even. I mean, it's. Fucked. From the beginning. Look at her bangs. So, in 2002, a 33-page police report reveals that Jim Jim Bob Duggar, which is the dad... I know, I can't. It doesn't even deserve jokes. Um, Jim Bob Duggar... He is a joke. Yeah, they all are. Well, actually, no, I take that back. These poor kids of this family, and I don't like most Duggars, but girls... If you need a place to hide, you're more than welcome to come here. I have Crystal Light. I have Chips Ahoy. That's about all I have. And you're more than welcome. So You are better than that last yes. time. Yes. Educate yourself. Yeah. Get educate yourself. Out get out of that funky-ass religion that you call Christianity. It is a cult, and it is, it's messed up. And that is for another time. Out of 19 kids, there's got to be at least one in there with some, oh, some I really, sense. I really hope. So in March of 2002, police a 33-page police report... Um, reveals that Jim Bob Duggar tells police that his son admitted to fondling the breasts and genitals of several victims while they were sleeping in the family's home, and that similar incidents have happened four to five times. Four and a half times, maybe? Um, so in May of the same year, Jim Bob, um, he ran for the Republican Senate seat, um, but he lost. Oh, no. Um, but he ran... On the platform that, quote-unquote, rape and incest represent heinous crimes and, as such, should be treated as capital crimes. This is two months after a police report detailing the molestation that his son did to his own other daughters came out. So, 
should be treated as capital crimes. So let's see where you stand on that now. Um, in July 2002, so just a few more months, um, Duggar says that his son Josh came to him in July and reported that he touched one of the victims again while they were sleeping on the couch. Duggar says that his son was punished after the incident. What, um, what does that mean, punished? What do you mean punished? It was probably like, oh, don't you go molesting those girls again. hey <laughs> I, I mean, right, oh, uh, no, okay. If, Mow the lawn, if, how dare you? If one of his kids, I guarantee you, if one of his kids were gay and came to him and said, I am a homosexual mom and dad, oh. help me, they'd be sent away to a camp with one of those. Or ousted from the home, I mean, that kid would probably be homeless. But molesting your brothers and sisters, excuse me, molesting your sisters is, is grounds for punishment, but that's it. I just don't. Right. What kind of fucked up reality are these people? When I think in? that is the lowest, I mean, molesting innocent children, I mean, um, uh, worse than murder almost. I mean, uh, in a way, you're taking away their, I mean, you, yeah. yeah uh, you're uh, killing uh, a part of them. You're taking away their innocence. It's awful. It's awful. Mm. So um, then uh, a year later, in March of 2003, or and then after the first uh, nine months after the first incident, Jim Bob Duggar and his wife Michelle are made aware of two more incidents. According to this report, in um, in one instance, he allegedly molested a victim while she was sitting in his lap, and around the same time, the person um, that Josh Duggar put his hand beneath uh, the victim's dress in the family's laundry room. Um, so, what did John Bob Duggar do? Not go to the police. Not anything. He goes to the elders of his church. He um, went to discuss what actions they can do to prevent further abuse. So. Yay for you, Jim Bob. Uh, whatever. This is the best part. Oh. So after that, the elders um, agree that he uh, needs to go to a Christian counseling program um, from March 17th to July 17th. So March, April, May, June, July. Five months. Um, where he, did man- he was going to do manual labor and had counseling. Here's the thing. The person that he went to go counseling from was a sheriff, uh, an ex-sheriff from their town. He went to their, he, uh, Josh Duggar went to this guy's farm um, and did the manual labor, and this guy um, counseled him. We have, it is unclear as to whether this guy has a counseling license or is, <laughs> they're, saying, say they're saying no. Here's the thing. The, why, the reason why the guy that, he, that this Josh Duggar went to counseling with, he's no longer a sheriff, because of 46 counts of child porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they sent Josh Duggar for his molestation problems to a guy that has child porn issues. I take these children away from I you. God, I just, I, I don't. And why? Well, I mean, Fox News, I get it. You and I don't get along that well. But what the fuck are you doing putting these people on your station for any any, any, any reason whatsoever. <laughs> it's just beyond me. Take, stop, stop promoting them. It's disgusting. Take their kids away and stop promoting them. They're clearly deranged. Yes. So he gets back and he, you know, another very stern talk. I'm going to continue the behavior. There was <laughs> nothing else to do. Stop sticking your finger in your sister. Uh, yeah. <sighs> so in 2006, so this is three years later, the Arkansas Child Abuse Hotline receives an anonymous tip about sexual abuse occurring in the Duggar household. In 2006, there's another police report in 2006. Uh, They reach out to the family to schedule the interviews. The family is in Chicago. Here's where you'll get excited. 
The family's in Chicago for a scheduled interview for Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. um, and they're unable to talk to the police. Like, hold on, I know there's crimes that you want to talk to us about, but we're going to be on TV, so... Listen, if I'm going to agree with them about anything, it's going to be about <laughs> Oprah going first. Right. That'll give you Duggars. That'll give you <laughs> so, um, so right around that time, um, the, I guess the, the, that uh, anonymous tip, they found out about her them being on Oprah. They sent an anonymous email to the Oprah show, and um, Harpo Studios faxed the letter to the Department of Human Services... And then Oprah canceled their appearance. So good job, Oprah. Yeah, yeah, so they did their part. They put it to the authorities. The authorities failed the little girls and all the victims, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they find, the police finally get to interview Josh, uh, Jim Bob Duggar and Michelle. Days later, um, police interview several alleged victims, and et cetera. Um, police determine that in the time that uh, the time that they could have pressed charges has expired. So the there's statute. nothing. Yes, yeah, the statute of limitations. The statutory rape of, of, of <laughs> the statute of limitations. The statutory rape of limitations. Take these children away from these people. And then oh. in 2008, they get their own show. Yeah. So the show, all that has happened before they're even oh, public really? icons. Yes, they didn't get their own show until 2008. Oh wow! Well, way to go, TLC. So yeah. So then, um... Tinder, TLC, Tinder, let me care. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's found out now amidst all the scandal, um, it finally comes out to the public, so what we're hearing now. Um, and In Touch publishes the police report, et cetera, et cetera. They find out that other police reports were destroyed by the police department. Why? Because in their town, they were like, oh. they're all part of this, like, secret quote-unquote Christian religion. Mm. And so all the the whole town, like, protected them and destroyed these reports. Yeah, love thy neighbor just goes across the board. Well, my community. Yeah, it's it's held as high as, like, love thy little sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, all this is going. uh, On May 22nd, Arkansas police destroy the 2006 police report. Springdale police spokesperson Scott Lewis tells the judge, um, Stacey Zimmerman, that they ordered the report. Um... Da da, da 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 Stern talking to, Stern talking to. He resigns from the Conservative Family Research Council so he can no longer pave the way with morals um, for the country. And then I guess last night they did an interview, and um, the, the this is this is what they thought about the whole thing. Um, the Duggars believe that the bigger story is how Josh's police records were released. I mean, how... Dare they release the police reports? Doggone it. I'm furious. Due to the Freedom of Information Act, that shouldn't have happened. So, yes, he earlier had said, you know, capital punishment for molesters, Mm -hmm. but now the bigger crime is that the police reports were released. And then later destroyed. Um, And then I will end with this. Uh, The couple said that they believe they can save their TV show, 19 Kids (laughs) and County. (laughs) Yeah, they can save the TV show, but not their own fucking kids. So, um... How disturbing. That you know what? So disturbing. Good luck to the younger Duggars and anybody that can still has time to get out and get their own um, moral compass and their own take on the world and what is actually happening and get away from this brainwashed bullshit that they are probably being... I mean, they're homeschooled. They are taught their religion, their sect of religion, like, teaches them that, like, semen... Women are allergic to semen and, like... That men are uh, innately bad and Actually, will try to... I do know a girl who's allergic to semen. Well, that sucks for her. I know. 
Anyway, so it's just a nightmare. My heart goes out to these little girls and uh, Jim Bob and Josh and Michelle Duggar. Like, just go. Go, look, go here. Here's what you do. Go that well. Get in your, your refurbished school bus that you use as a car. <coughs> Load up the oldest ones, all of you who are the moral compasses of the family. Put it in drive and just go right off one of those cliffs in Utah or wherever the fuck you're from. Yeah, take a family vacation to um, heaven. <laughs> take a, no, it won't be heaven. Take a family vacation to like the Grand Canyon and you know try to reach the middle after driving off the cliff. See you, Thelma. Ugh, disgusting. Disgusting family. Moving on, Let's, I'm exhausted from your birthday. Did I mention that? No. What? But we should do it again. I'm just so tired and worn out. I feel like I'm not giving you everything. I oh, could. you're giving it to me, Daddy. He's punching my nipples. Shake your titties, listeners. So, I have this um, article here from uh, GayGuys.com. Um, it's my favorite website. You yeah. love it, and it was published by David Artavia. Um, very David Archuleta? <laughs> oh my god. He hasn't been doing a whole lot. He's my idol. And um, what he has to say is that there are ten struggles of being gay, being a nice guy in the gay hookup culture. I get it, girl. Yeah. I get it. Um, so he lists ten things about, um, about being... I don't see... I don't think it's that difficult, but this guy's a little whiny, so let's... Well, he's just... It. He's that nice. He's so nice. So I have a list here. Let's just go through him, shall And we? let us know if you agree with it. So, he says, number one, you're searching for something most men aren't willing to offer. Okay, here's my problem with this one starting off. So is everybody. <laughs> well, that, that's like the number one across the board, straight or gay, men or women, everyone is searching for something that no one else is offering. That's why we're all single. Well, we're not all single, and that's a very sad outlook on love. That's not my list. Well, I know, but you're agreeing with him. <laughs> Um, so he says, most of the world tries to keep an emotional distance with new love. We've been hurt in the past, so we need to keep our hearts in a cage. We've been lied to, disappointed, led on, taken advantage of, or are too afraid to commit long-term. Okay. Yeah, get over it. Get over it. Number two, no good deed ever goes unpunished. That no is true. No good deed goes unpunished. That's my new creed. Sorry, I had to get Wicked out of the way. That's for all your musical fans, Wicked. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Number three, your distaste in, a, in competition makes guys believe that you aren't man enough. Is that true? I don't know. I kind of, you know what, though? I kind of agree. Because, Why? like, I like when people fight, <laughs> fight for me. Um, you know, like that competitive, if you're too nice and you just kind of say, oh, okay, well, then I get that you're seeing someone else or blah, blah, blah. Like, fucking fight for me, man. Oh, Give me something good. It's hard to fight for you when you're such an easy slut. Oh. <laughs> Number <Never> four. Did. <laughs> Guys think you're too available when really you refuse to play cat and mouse. I am too available. <laughs> that is my problem. But he says the whole cat and mouse or hard to get game doesn't fly with us. When a guy flakes out on us for uh, on flakes out on us the first time, we're not going to get upset. We'll probably be open to rescheduling. We're not going to pretend to be unavailable to make him... Oh, my God. I just can't even finish this. Like, this is all too much too exhausting. I'm not too available. I just say yes or no. I'm, I'm a different kind of gay guy. 
Number five, guys, <laughs> guys tell you, uh, tell you, to, guys tell you you're what they want, uh, but you still feel pressure to change yourself. Nope, not me. <laughs> yeah. Take it or leave it. If you don't like it, then go get something else from the used bin. <laughs> um, Last six, call. You're always labeled the friend. Well, that's because you're not exotic enough. Whereas I, being a white man, very exotic. Racist. Yes. I have everything to give. <laughs> he says, it's so rare coming across a really nice guy. Uh, when we see one, we don't want to ruin it by falling in love with him. Wait, what? I know. I want... I d uh, no, I, I don't you're think that total, I'm going to ruin that. You're total opposite of that. When you meet a nice guy, you like jump in head first. Well, because uh, I think I'm going to make them a better person. Number Moving seven. on. <laughs> Number seven. Guys take advantage of your kindness. Not me. They do. I actually, I sometimes feel like that. Um, you've been in a relationship before where that was like 100% the case. But I don't think that you're like that all the time. Mm. Well, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> is that a Kelly song? <clears throat> it can be, yeah. All right. Uh, or is it Brittany? I forget. See, bad, bad gay. Um, number eight, you're constantly going against your morals. I have none, so it's hard to go against them. I don't think what are you, a dugger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going not gonna to. No, that. not going to get there? Mm -mm. Uh, he says, you know what you believe in deep down, but you also want to impress people because we all want to be liked. Okay, this guy, whatever, David Archuleta, you need to <laughs> You need some self-confidence, pal. Um, he says, in order to be liked, we need to make the world think we have a bigger backbone than we actually possess. No, this I just want to make him think that I have a bigger dick this than I normally have. Oh, all right. Um, this is like his sad diary. Dear diary, <laughs> today I saw a boy. I wondered if he noticed me. I was going to make him mean. Um, number nine, you aim to please with no reciprocation. <laughs> nope. Not the case. If I'm going to put in the work, I, I, am, I am straight for his cock. <laughs> number ten, you're always putting people in front of you. Well, if I'm going to be in a gangbang, then there's a line. <laughs> I don't let anyone cut in line. No, never. He says we often think we're okay. We don't need as much help as other people because the truth of the matter is we're healers. I don't. Oh, this guy. It's like he got. He went to the Duggar camp and decided to write a story. Do they have a camp? <laughs> they do. Oh, that sounds so fun. I bet I can make a lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say a lantern, and I was like, why would you need to make a lantern? Well, I'm so, so I can see all of the molesting happening at night. I came across this, it's a new article, but it was citing a, uh, a letter written by this woman named Sharon Underwood. Hey. Um, she's from Vermont, and she submitted this letter in- I always forget about Vermont. I, I don't. Oh, I oh yeah, I do. No, I definitely <laughs> do. I forgot to forget about Vermont. Wow, that's fucked. Yeah. Um, she wrote a, um, a letter, an open letter to a local Vermontian- Newspaper. Vermartian. Vermartian. <laughs> it's my daughter, Vermartian. Um, and the, the letter was called, I'm a mother of a gay son, and I've taken enough from you good people. Oh. <laughs> Get ready. She's popping those French manicures off real quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to read the whole letter. I will I will post the link to it or post uh, post the letter in some regard on the website. We'll do a website. Politicallyuncorrectpodcast.com. We'll do an internet. Check thing. it out. Yeah, I love the internet.
Um, I just got it. Um, I've been going through the microfish microfish for all my for all my news articles. What? You don't know what microfish is? No. Like in like middle school when you had to write a paper and you pull like everything, all the newspapers and stuff are put onto like little bits of like transparency paper, mm. like film. Mm. And you would put them in these projection machines and you would like, it was kind of like a Ouija board. What? Where you would move it around to find the article that you're looking for and it would project oh, it on oh, the screen. Oh, yeah, like they did all, like in Now and Then when she wants to know how her mom died. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Yes. It's like you went through the card catalog yeah, got, and then, yeah. yeah. What a Same nightmare. Niche. I thought you were going to say it was like a mailchimp. Mailchimp. <laughs> Mind health. Um, anyway, so I'm going to just kind of sum up this letter, but... Uh, it's amazing, and I think the rhetoric is really strong. Um, and I, I really like how she put it, and I think it hit home with me because of just the struggles that I had with my mother and coming out and her disbelief and then coming out again. And oh, then, Sherry. Oh, oh Sherry. Yeah. So um, the letter Sherry. starts out, and she goes, I'm tired of your foolish rhetoric about the quote-unquote homosexual agenda and your allegations that accepting homosexuality is the same thing as advocating sex with children. Wow, we're just, like, very thematic. Yeah. Yeah. We're all about sex with kids. Today. Yes. Um, you are cruel and ignorant. You have been robbing me of the joys of motherhood ever since my children were tiny. And she goes on to say, You have the audacity to talk about protecting families and children from the homosexual menace while you yourselves tear apart families and drive children to despair. I don't know why my son is gay, but I do know that God didn't put him and millions like him on this earth to give you someone to abuse. God gave you brains so that your child could think. And it's about time that you started doing that. At the core of your misguided beliefs is the belief that this could never happen to you. That there is some kind of subculture out there that people have chosen to join. The fact is that if it can happen to my family, it can happen to yours. And you won't get to choose. Whether it's genetic or whether something occurs during a crucial time of fetal development, I don't know. I can only tell you with an absolute certain certainty that this is inborn. Um, and then she sums it up going, uh, saying, if you want to tout your own morality, you'd best come up with something more substantive than your heterosexuality. You did nothing to earn it. It was given to you. If you disagree... I would be interested in hearing your story because my own heterosexuality was a blessing I received with no effort whatsoever on my part. It is so woven into the very soul of me that nothing could ever change it. For those of you who reduce sexual orientation to a simple choice, a character issue, a bad habit, or something that can be changed by a 10-step program, I'm puzzled. Are you saying that your own sexual orientation is nothing more than something that you have chosen? that you could change it at will? If that's the case, then why would you suggest that somebody else can? And the letter goes on, but yeah. um, She's brought up, you know, the points that we talked about, but I think she just, uh, she really summed it up nicely. And speaking from, you know, as a mother of a gay son, it is a lot more potent than saying like, hey, you should accept us, because we're gay. And, and, and there, it's valid points. I mean, it's, it's what we've been sharing forever. Like, we, we didn't choose this. It's nice to hear a straight woman um, see our point of view. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's millions of us, or millions of them who do, but I like, I like her. Yeah. Um, her son is very lucky. So, um, 
So anyway, that's a show. Yeah, um, we got some some tweeters. Oh, we got the tweeters. Yeah. Oh, I got tweeted by um, the mom from the Goldbergs last night. Uh, what's oh, her? what? <laughs> She's my favorite. Windy something. Windy. Mm. Mm. Um, well, while he's looking for that, I want to say hi to Heather Whitley. Uh, thanks for the follow. Taylor Strucker, thank you for favoriting. She's very excited about us. Cameron Diaz is now following us. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a fake account. But it's still oh, called Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Uh, and Sue Ramirez, thanks for the um, retweet. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Wendy McClendon-Covey, um, I'm a big fan of the Goldbergs on ABC, and she plays the mom, and I think she is phenomenal. And if you guys are not watching the show... You really do need to. It's, You're it's, probably gentle. It's yes. one of the best shows on television, I think. But yeah, anyway, I tweeted her and told her how amazing I thought she was. And she's amazing. So, um, speaking of Twitter... Um, at P-U-C Podcast. Um, our Instagram, if you want to share some pictures with us, um, is at Politically Uncorrect Podcast. Email politicallyuncorrectpodcast at gmail.com. And then our Facebook is facebook.com slash PUC podcast. Uh, this show, I want to end with this. This show yeah. seems kind of heavy and like um, not very lighthearted, which I think no. is kind of our intent. Um, and and I think that it's important that we have shows like this where we, we kind of keep grounded in something. Right. And what we have talked about before, and I hope it continues to be that way, is that while this may be a small platform, it is still a platform. And if we can educate anybody... I like this woman who wrote that letter about um, what it means to have some tolerance for our community and any others, then that's what we'll do. So even though this might have been a little bit heavier, next week it'll be a little bit lighter, so just stay tuned. Yeah. Um, we're like the Roseanne of podcasts. Like, you have, like, really funny episodes, and then, I'm you know, so the friend comes out of the closet as a... It's Darlene. The friend comes out of the closet. I'm Darla. She and then they do, like, a serious, like, gay, lesbian... And episode and, and then it's like your after school special and then a shooting star comes and it's like the more you know that's us my favorite Roseanne episode is whenever they smoke weed have you ever seen that one yes that is a good one and they eat everything yeah which they were anyway so, so thanks for listening thanks for listening guys ciao I'm so tired <laughs>